is in the know for Thursday, October 12, the 285th day of 2023. There are 80 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through in the know at K105 on Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast on Facebook, on YouTube, on the platform formerly known as Twitter, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the commonwealth, and the country. And we will be visited by Aaron and Ashley Bell, the Grayson County High School Band Program, the Twin Lakes Marching Band Classic coming up this weekend. We'll talk about that and a whole lot more coming up today. Here on in the know. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. Is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's Beach. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good. You're a person who is often on the uh, on the lookout for a good find, oh, yeah. a quirky find, an odd item that people you may people might think, hey, I want one of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stouffer's is releasing its first ever advent calendar, and it's filled with frozen foods. Wow. So you would have all of the things like family-sized lasagna, okay. uh, chicken, bacon, ranch, bowl, broccoli, cheddar, pasta bake, and it's available for thirty nine ninety nine on their website. And so you just have your little advent, and you open it up, and you get your Stouffer's items out of there. Wow, that's pretty interesting. Yeah, I okay. bet you never thought you would live to see that. No, but that's I, one of those odd, not. quirky things, isn't it? Is. It? Yes, I knew. Very I knew you think so. Thank so you. Stouffer's. It's, I don't know. It's feeding all of us, I suppose. He is a five-time winner of the coveted Ohio NewsHawk Award. He's the two-time Silver Sound nominee. Covering every corner of the globe, London, Budapest, Rio, Tokyo, and even Danville. He's Sam Gormley. And the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? Not too bad. Uh, you do have a center game Yes, on I'll be Saturday. in Danville on Saturday. Okay, that's why I threw the, the Danville part in there. I, I sometimes don't remember all the cities that we used to say you covered. Yeah. Because we we are no longer allowed to say Moscow. Uh-huh. So that reset the entire list of cities, and now I can't really remember. Uh, seems like London and Beijing were in there. They were. I, I they were. I, I, I don't know that there was. I think it was just whatever you were feeling that day, right? Basically just trying to say you, you cover the globe. Uh-huh. All the, the big cities and the small towns, too. I have, uh, I, uh, this was in show prep, and, and I thought of you because I feel like we've known you for a long time. Uh, work with you uh, in, in different ways and uh, really enjoy working with you, uh, appreciate what you do. But on the idea of are you a half, a glass half empty or a glass half full guy, when I tried to figure out which you were, I couldn't figure out which you are. Ooh. Well, because I can make an argument hmm. for both. And see, that's the thing is I'm both. Like, you are I, both? It depends on the thing. <laughs> I, I think you are too. Yeah, I, I've tried to become more half full. Okay, all right. But I've never given there are any there are things that would bring out the half empty. You, you know, you typically when you communicate with someone over a long period of time, <coughs> they just kind of they paint a picture for whether they would be lean on the optimism side or the pessimism side. But I just noticed I had never really been able to get a break 
on what your what your starting position was on that uh, on that area, which I guess means you might be perfectly in the center. Yeah, I, I, because if I don't catch you leaning one way or another, I suppose depends. you know some things bring out more than others. Are you pessimistic when it comes to sports? It depends on the on, on who yeah. who it is. Yes, Bengals no, um, Reds yes. Because I'm I, I am a more of want to be more of an optimistic with with the uh, Bengals, and right now it's nice to be an optimist about the Reds. Yeah, yeah, it's, there's but, a reason to be optimistic. So, so that's good. All right. Well, thanks for clearing that up because I was very curious. I don't know if Sam is an <laughs> optimist or a pessimist. He's done a good job keeping that under wraps. So you're good. Keep a lot good, of things good, under wraps. Good for you. You're can't, can't just, let you. Can't let you get too far inside the onion. You've got to be in the middle. A warm and sunny before we'll see a, a front move through our area tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, it should be after Cougar football and should be out of here before Twin Lakes Marching Classic. So we'll get some rain probably in the overnight hours tomorrow, and we could see some winds, and we need the rain without a doubt. So I, and again, in looking at the hourly forecast, I don't necessarily think it's disruptive to football or marching band classic, but things change by the hour and we'll continue to watch. But we'll feel like summer-like weather to end the week, and then we'll feel like fall weather to begin the next week, starting with Sunday when our highs go back into the 50s, but lows in the 40s for the next three or four days, but nothing in the 30s, and that's good, so likely no frost, anything like that. So if you're longing for it to feel like it did a week and a half ago where it was still feeling like summer, you're going to love the next two days, so enjoy. We'll see a high of 81 today under sunny skies, 82 tomorrow, 60 for the overnight low. It says it's going to be 70 degrees at kickoff tomorrow night, which is perfect. Perfect. So come out and support support the guys. They deserve they deserve your support. It's five dollars to get in, um, and it's a huge game. And like Bartles and James used to say, "Thanks for your support." So and show it. I, I don't know if it's a. I I don't I don't know if it's a draw or not, but I'm going to be at the football game. Which so. doesn't happen often. So I mean, I. It, it's it doesn't happen often. Are you going to be signing headshots? I got my I, I got my uh, glamour shots um, reprinted the other day. You know my glamour shots from like the nineteen ninety four. Is so. it the one with your uh, your your shoes on? And, and, and the... yeah, it's absolutely it's absolutely the one. So. <laughs> and, and it's good thing that Roger's staying in London, as he says, because the Cougars mm-hmm. this year in games he's at zero and one, in mm-hmm. games he's not at six and zero. Oh. Is it oh. a coincidence? I, Prob- I probably not. I I don't think it is. All right, let's cover Israel a little bit. You know, there's a little more every day coming out about Israel, and and by the time the news cycle turns over again in 24 hours, there's uh, considerable new information. I really believe, I mean, I think it's obvious now that Israel (coughs) is looking to invade. They're looking to send soldiers into the Gaza Strip, into Palestine, and Benjamin Netanyahu uh, formed a unity government with his opponent yesterday, because now is the time for them to be unified and go after the terrorists that uh, struck their country. And he said things like, every Hamas member is a dead man. They vowed to crush and destroy Hamas. So they've got troops that are amassing on the border. Now they're still worried about Hezbollah off to the north. Uh, as we tell you, there's, cont- there's context between all of these things. There's, a, there's an Iranian component. There's eventually a Russian component. You can probably follow uh, the line all the way back to China and America and NATO. And so the people are just kind of lining up, picking sides. One of the things people are trying to be critical of and and there has to be it has to be connected even if it's not directly connected that's 2 weeks ago the united states unfreezes 6 billion dollars in iranian money 
And then two weeks later, there is a Hamas attack that's probably propped up by uh, Iran. And so now uh, McConnell, Senator McConnell and Senator Tom Cotton from Arkansas are going to introduce legislation. We'll look for consent to refreeze that six billion dollars to uh, Iran. It's also concerning if that if America has to get further into this conflict, we've got multiple points on the globe now where we're having to play defense at a time that I'm not sure that our country is really prepared uh, to do it for multiple reasons. So that's why it continues to be uh, of concern. Also, it's the worst possible time for the House to not be in session, not doing the people's business. They are working to get back to that. Republicans nominated Steve Scalise to be the next House Speaker. Now they will try to uh, unite their deeply divided majority and elect a conservative to the House floor. I think Steve Scalise is well-liked. In my mind, I'll always remember him as being, uh, he was nearly killed in the congressional baseball uh, practice a few years ago and nearly lost his life and really had to fight hard to get back. I've seen him in the halls of Congress, and he always stands out to me as like, wow. And and I think he's well-liked uh, among his peers, so maybe he won't be so divisive as the uh, Kevin McCarthy's of the world. A Litchfield man has been arrested on rape and unlawful transaction with a minor charges. 25-year-old Alexander Madison was arrested and charged with second-degree rape. And uh, that's uh, mentally incapacitated by an intoxicating substance and second degree unlawful transaction with a minor. Um, Second degree rape is a class C felony while and second degree unlawful transaction with a minor is a class D felony. The uh, United Auto Workers um, surprised Ford yesterday afternoon or yet last evening about 630 8,700 workers walked out at the Ford Kentucky truck plant yesterday. And, you know, the UAW had been um, at least saying, hey, get ready. We're going to ratchet this up when we don't get what we want. So they went around and they said, here's where we're going to strike. And we're going to soft strike this and let you know that it's coming. But if we don't, if we're not productive in the talks to our liking, then we'll turn up the heat and ratchet this up. And that's kind of what this does. It is the uh, it's Ford's largest facility and 8,700 workers. Now, 8,700 Kentuckians, not 100% of them are Kentuckians. Of course, there's you know, southern Indiana people. But their F-Series pickup trucks, their large Fords and Lincoln SUVs are all manufactured there. So now Kentucky has been drawn into the UAW strike. Be curious to see if... Uh, GM and Bowling Green, how far behind they could potentially be. Yeah, makes you makes you wonder, especially uh, for high end cars. That that one, you know, that's one that they make a lot of money on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you would think that their margins are really high on that, so it would be uh, in their best interest. But uh, we'll see. You know, they had they had been, they had been strategic and kind of called their shots, and now I don't I don't know what it takes to make a wildcat strike. I know that's a term, but I don't know I don't know all of the details that have to be present for it to be considered a wildcat strike. But this one was certainly. Uh, maybe not completely unexpected, but they hadn't said, guess what we're going to do come 6.30 on Wednesday. A wrong-way driver collided with a truck on the Bluegrass Parkway, killing a Bullet County man. State police responded to the accident near the 25-mile marker of the Bluegrass Parkway Tuesday night at about uh, 10 minutes after 9. The state police preliminary investigation says a 2019 Ford Fusion being driven by 71-year-old Raymond Mills in Mount Washington was traveling west in the eastbound lanes when the Ford truck 
stuck uh, Ford struck a 2022 Dodge Ram 3500 truck head on. The Dodge was being driven by a Zachary Doster of Winchester. Mills was pronounced deceased at the scene by the Nelson County Coroner's Office. A 29-year-old passenger in the Dodge was transported to UK Chandler Medical Center with non-life-threatening injuries and no information on Doster's condition was released. You know, I I will for the rest of my life when I hear of a wrong way collision, I will think of Larry Mahoney. Carrollton? Yes. I will. That left such an indelible mark on Kentuckians. And at my age, it was at a time where I'm sure they had happened before. I'm sure there were newsworthy, wrong way, head-on collisions. But that one was so dramatic because it impacted not just Kentuckians, but people just right up the road, you know, in Radcliffe. And so, but... I I am amazed at how these happen. Uh, I understand people who are under the uh, under who are intoxicated and out driving. I I, I sort of I understand that a little bit more. But these happen more frequently than they should. And we have gone. The transportation cabinet and the federal highway people have gone to great lengths. The reflectors shine in the in the opposite way. Like if you're going in the wrong lane, all the reflectors that if you're in the right lane are white. They're red the other way. You have signage. You know that. So the fact that a person can just it just it makes me scratch my head on how this still happens and how people lose their lives in collisions like this that seemingly should be uh, avoided. You you would expect after Larry Mahoney, you would expect there to be less of them over time. Mm-hmm. And I, it seems to me in the recent years, we've seen an increase in them. Um, so I don't I don't I don't know. Uh, Kentucky students have improved their ACT scores slightly. While the nationwide average of high school students' scores on the ACT college admissions test have dropped to their lowest level in more than three decades, Kentucky students have bucked that trend as scores released yesterday showed a slight improvement over last year. The average composite score on the ACT fell to 19.5 for the class of 2023, which is a decline of 0.3 from 2022. The... uh, this is the sixth consecutive year of dec- of declines in average scores, but Kentucky's number is actually going up. Their score was a composite of 18.7, which is an improvement from 18.6. But one thing to take note of, of eight states that test 100% of their graduates, you know, Kentucky's one of those states, everyone takes the ACT, of the eight that do, Kentucky is only second, is second behind Wyoming. And Wyoming has 87% fewer students mm-hmm. than Kentucky does. So of the, of the group that forces, uh, requires everyone to take it, Kentucky is doing, you know, yeah, it, it, it fills near the scores. top of the list. <laughs> if it, like I know I've said on this show before, if I ever became yeah. president, one of my day one moves would be to abolish the ACT. <laughs> Send it to the moon. Um it's 50, same thing with the SAP. 54 Kentucky seniors or 54 Kentucky students got a perfect 36. That's Listen, yeah, I that's love impressive. to hear that. Yeah. I was, that's, it, that's impressive. When I took the ACT, they printed it on papyrus. So <laughs> Did you only I, have the opportunity to get 20 points back then? Yeah, yes. They didn't count all the way to 36 when I took They it. hadn't invented that far of it numbers, was, right? It was so long ago I couldn't tell you what I scored on my ACT. Oh. I'm pretty sure it was so insignificant that I said, no reason to remember that number. 
So, uh, as expected, Mark Stoops did clarify his pony up remark regarding donations for NIL. At least he kind of clarified it a little bit. Uh, he said that you know he really appreciated the fans and loves loves his job, loves Kentucky, loves the fan base, loves everybody. Uh, he just said, I just want to encourage them to donate more because that's what those dudes are doing. I can promise you, Georgia, they bought some pretty good players. You're allowed to these days, which then sounded like, could that be a shot across the bow of, of Georgia? And Kirby Smart said, no. He said, Mark and I have talked about NIL. Uh, we talked about it before the game uh, on the field. We've talked about it several times. So he didn't take the bait on reporters' questions. So everything's square between uh, Kirby Smart and Mark Stoops, apparently. Uh, Jeff Brom has been awarded the mid-season ACC honoree from the coaching ranks. Uh, not surprised. He's done a very good job with the Louisville team. They got a big statement win over Notre Dame last weekend, but he also did say you got to keep backing it up every week because if you take a step back, then you weren't as good as you thought you were. So congratulations to him. And then uh, Pro Day for UK basketball was yesterday. Uh, Onyenso and Bradshaw sat out Pro Day, expected to miss five to six weeks. But perhaps in the biggest news in Kentucky basketball yesterday, the Cats are back on top for all-time wins Mm. because Kansas had to abandon 31 victories from the 2017-2018 season, had to take down their 2018 Final Four ban. Uh, banner, no postseason ban. Their self-imposed penalties are okay. Is that, do we, like fans, do we still consider in our minds that Kansas has won more games than us? Or I, it's, are we gonna... it's kind of one of those things that I don't particularly care that much about. Yeah. Like, uh, titles are what matters the most. And, you know, UCLA still winning with that. Kentucky's in second. Yeah. But I, I, I don't know. I thought you were going to say the biggest news is that Zvonimir Avisic is going to be here tomorrow, today. Oh, well, no, it's not. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's I'll just. I, I appreciated Drew Franklin's post on KSR saying that they should, at Big Blue Madness, have it, have him land at the beginning of Big Blue Madness and have, like, a live stream of waiting on the runway for him. Mm-hmm. And, like, an Uber pulls up like and he Mission can run Impossible in. Mission Impossible or something yeah. like that. Or, like, from the when the opening of a James Bond movie or something would be cool. we got to get to a break. we come back. Aaron and Ashley Bell are here. We're going to talk Twin Lakes Marching Classic. Coming up here on In the Know. Today is Farmer's Day. It is also Gumbo Day. It's Pulled Pork Day. I'm also going to designate it as Pork Chop Sandwich Day. Every day is a good day for a pork chop sandwich. It's also the day we say good morning and welcome back to Aaron and Ashley Bell from Grayson County Band Programs. Morning, people. Good, good to see morning. you all. Uh, it's pretty light, easy week for you all. Just kind of taking <laughs> half the week off and, you know, uh, working on projects around the house and things like that. Absolutely. Listen, I know, I, I feel like I'm an integral part of a well-oiled machine that happens with Cougar Bands uh, because I have the, the pleasure of of serving as your MC for the show this weekend. But I will tell you that if my job description is changing and I'm required to provide valve oil, I'm going to need, <laughs> I would need a, that to be redefined because I was ill-prepared yesterday when I got asked if I had any valve oil. And I obviously was ill-prepared when I sent the text message, so my apologies. Uh, it, it happens, doesn't it? There, I, 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 I had no illusions that I was the only Mark in your life. I apparently know way too many Marks is the problem. Uh, I shared with you, though, uh, I communicate with Samara Heverin and Samuel Gormley, and oftentimes their messages get uh, get crossed as well. So it happens to, happens to the best of us. You all are... I was thinking about you all sitting on the couch uh, waiting for the waiting for your segment, and I thought this may be the only peace and quiet that you have 
of the uh, of the entire week. Uh, so, so hopefully you were able to enjoy it. But I started thinking about your roles. I obviously am no stranger to working with my spouse closely daily, and those lines kind of blur. You know, like work stuff becomes home stuff, and home stuff becomes work stuff, and it's just a lifestyle. But between being teachers, instructors, I also think you're coaches. You're coaches of the biggest team at Grayson County High School. Uh, you're small business operators. You're, you know, so you got you got to fundraise, you got to do all those things, but this is a lifestyle that you all have chosen. It's not a it's not a profession because all of the lines are really blurred, aren't they? They really are, and parent is thrown in there too because you know that that well, adds a skip whole ahead. extra that's layer. Next oh, one that's on coming my list. up. Yeah, okay. that's, that's coming up. But that's true. Um, I, t- I tell people that often, actually, the small business part, especially, like just doing the, the bus items, you know, and, and getting transportation. And, and then you're running a booster organization and you're answering all those questions. And um, we say it's like running, you know, a, it is like a small business. Yeah. There's a lot of rings in the fire for sure. If you've never been involved in a band program, uh, we are not overstating it when we say band becomes family. Uh, it is a, you will always remember the people that you, you went to camp with, you know, that you went to, to trips with, you spent late nights, buses home. It just, it cannot be avoided. Uh, you, it becomes, it comes familial and it also runs through generations. It runs through decades. Uh, someone that I might not have been in the band with though, if I know they were in the Cougar band, I immediately have a kinship with them. So they become a family member of mine, but you all specifically now have an actual family member in the band. And I have noticed uh, at least you, Ashley, seem to be struggling with that a little bit. Like, it's, how did this happen so quickly? It's, it's kind of wild. I'm not going to lie. But she is absolutely loving it and killing it. You know, she's doing incredible. So we're a little proud. Aaron, how do you feel about Ash? Uh, how, how do you feel about Addison being in the band? Uh, well, I mean, it, I love it because... She was there most of the time anyway, so she may as, be, may as well be doing something while she's there. So, right. And I think she really enjoys it, too. Well, I guess, we, you know, I just, my entire preamble was talking about how this is a, a lifestyle when you choose to be an instructor, a musician. It's got an element of show business to it. we got to put on a show. She's raised in that ecosystem. So I think everyone would be shocked if she chose, you know, not to participate. It's just kind of the family business, so we shouldn't be surprised. But she just looks so grown up and so happy in the photographs that I've seen of her. So I know you all are, are, are thrilled about her and her future. Mm-hmm. But all of the kids, because I know you, you look at all of these young people as people that are important to you. This one just happens to be yours. That's right. You know, so. Absolutely. Uh, let's talk about, by the way. Uh, when you have family, you enjoy successes, but you also have losses. And I know that it was uh, it was the tragic loss of, of uh, Mr. Chad Pence. And I know that's created a big hole for you, but uh, you're all still dealing with that. And that was a, a real tragedy. It absolutely was. Very unexpected. And Chad was super special to all of us. And I wish we had had more time with Chad, mm-hmm. you know. Um, unfortunately, we just didn't have him anywhere near long enough. But we've gotten to know so many other people, even across the country, um, because we got to spend some time with Chad and to know Chad. So he was definitely special. I, so, I, you know, I mentioned you have this kinship when you immediately find out, oh, you were in the Cougar Band. So was I, even though we were there not. He, the first time I ever met him was at the show last year, and he and I worked side by side because he was doing timing. But I immediately liked him. I immediately felt a kinship with him. And so it was additionally uh, 
uh, just awful for me to hear about to, about his loss. So that's one of the reasons that I, I wanted to to mention him. I've been paying attention um, to to your show, uh, Luna Rosa. I presume Red Moon is what we're going for. And uh, in my day, the show that you put in the beginning for your first show was the show. Like no modifications, <laughs> no. But up until what last week, you all are still installing drill. Yes. And we're still not finished. We're still oh, you're not, not finished. You're not finished. We have all of it on the field. We're not performing all of it this weekend. We still need a little more time, so we're close. I love the uh, one. I love the the stage, the props, the love everything that you all are doing in that regard. It's very impactful. It has um, the the timing of it is excellent. I love the arc of the show musically. I think it, it arcs perfectly. It's got a big build to it to the end, just like you want a good show to do. Aaron, what was the inspiration for Luna Rosa? How did it come about? Well, it's, it's you know, we're, we're starting the show bright and with all white and silver and glimmer. And by the end of the show, we're going to end all red. And that's what the public really hasn't seen all of yet. But hopefully we'll get there this weekend. And... uh so the, musically, that's also following the same storyline, basically starting kind of happy and and joyful, and then the closer is going to be a lot more intense and a lot more, uh, I guess, evil. We 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 reference the evil moon waltz a lot in rehearsal, and uh, so uh, I think that you know visually and musically, it really has a it tells a good story. Yeah, it's uh, is is well worth the experience, and it uh, it. It also measures up, you know, when you compare it. Because, I mean, you've got to do uh, uh, bands that are in your class. You've got to look at what type of show they're doing, what type of production, and you have to keep pace. And so I think it I think it holds up very well. Mm-hmm. You're going to be able to perform it in exhibition on Saturday night at the end of the, at the, end of the day, which uh, I think in ways feels like a victory lap because the pressure is off. But it comes at the end of a very long day, uh, at the end of a very long week that you've had rehearsal and preparation. So... It, do you gain anything from the performance on Saturday? Is it more just a, 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 a stress relief? Uh, you know, it's not a typical performance for us because on a typical Saturday, you know, we'll uh, when we're competing, we'll rehearse. We'll, you know, the 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 kids are in performance competition mode, but when we're hosting groups, they're certainly not in that kind of mindset throughout the day. And reining them in is is sometimes tougher, and they work all day long, and they, you know, they see to others' needs all day long, and and uh, so their their performance is kind of just secondary to a lot of things at that point. But when we take the field on Saturday night, we'll we'll uh, try to give the seniors one last hurrah. Yeah, is this a good opportunity for uh, your your band, but also your boosters to have a more acute awareness of the hard work that's going on when you all travel to other places, but when they know that what it takes to invest in, in our home show. Absolutely. It takes, we call it, we have a, we call it our village and it's super strong, but it really does take all of us to work together. And when you have 20 bands coming to your campus, the reason why we say all the time, they keep coming back because of the hospitality. That's a hundred percent. You know, it's not necessarily the venue or, or anything like that, but the hospitality is amazing, and our band parents go out of their way to make sure that everybody has a great experience. 
20 bands that was on my notes when you when you just look at that number alone uh, it's a nice round number you see well they would not come back if they did a not feel welcome if they didn't feel it was worth their time if they didn't feel rewarded by coming and you know every uh every field that you perform on are the same dimensions they're most of them are green and white some of them are blue and white you know, <laughs> you know we've seen that recently but in general and it's the same show at the same place. But it's the stuff around the show that makes the difference, whether it's the hospitality room, it's the way that they're greeted when they arrive, it's their hosts and hostesses that make all the difference. And I also, if you've not been to the show recently, over the last few years since it's been reincarnated and building, when I think of the way that the band community treats people that come and participate from all the various schools... In ways, I think that the spirit of Mr. McGee is at the top of that in the way that he cares for young people no matter where they go to school. He loves his more than everyone else's, but he loves all of them. And there's a trickle-down spirit to that of hospitality that I think has established a root system that people just rally around this event and really show out to put forth our best. Is that a spirit you all feel? I agree. Absolutely. And we give, a, of course, the Spirit Award is in his name and in his honor, and he will hopefully feel well enough to be there and present that. But the kids that come back year after year always want to know if Mr. McGee is going to be there. They're mm -hmm. looking for him. Of course, it's close to his birthday, so oh, we always yeah. try to make that special. Mm -hmm. um, I think it does definitely have a a special place. So it's going to be a longer day. It's kind of split into two halves. Your first two classes are sort of front-loaded. Uh, more more bands in your front in your uh, early classes, and then I guess your uh, you got two divisions, uh, so it almost kind of split into three different groups. But then a break. But senior recognition is at what time? One thirty. One thirty. I think, and then the yes, one thirty, and then mm -hmm. the Star Spangled Banner at one forty five, mm -hmm. and the first band takes the field at two. And you got a lot of uh, you got a good cross representation. Maybe not maybe not huge bands later in the class, but uh, you at least have. Have one. It looks like you got a pretty competitive uh, 3A class uh, on the day. So and I think six 4A bands, right? Six yeah, I think in that's class 4A or five. So, mm -hmm. um, and they're all incredibly good bands. It'll be exciting. And also explain the show is obviously good because well, it just, it's well-oiled. It's, you know, it's, it's successful. But what does it do for the band program, the, the, the gate that comes through? The, is it a... It, is it a uh, financial help to the band program? Absolutely. It's, it's I think, our biggest fundraiser, one-day fundraiser. Of course, <laughs> we make some money on the fair, but that's over the course of a week. But right. it's probably our, our, our biggest fundraiser for, on the year. So um, it does provide a lot of opportunities for our kiddos that they otherwise wouldn't have. So the cost to get in the gate? As I never remember. I never it's $10. know. It's $10. I usually sneak in. So. Uh-huh. $10. Five okay. and under is free. All right. Very good. And it, and for that much entertainment over that period of time, for $10, it's an absolute bargain. Of course, the concession stand is open. Uh, you will not be able to turn down the pork chop sandwich, um, all that good stuff. So exactly. What did I not cover about Saturday other than do you still need some – this time yesterday you still needed maybe some hosts or hostesses to help with bands for some alumni. Do you still need help? If there's any alumni out there that are going to be home this weekend and would love to help, we could absolutely use your help. Yes. And you have a bunch of you have a bunch of alumni. We have a fantastic <laughs> alumni, yes. Scattered around. Also, you had a um, – 
Um, at the Warren East Show, did uh, Donovan win a scholarship? Donovan won a scholarship from Campbellsville University, yes. Congratulations. I saw their exhibition performance, and it's always very good, too. It was I know fun. when they were here a few years ago. Uh, I am blessed that you all come in a couple times a year, you know, seasonally, get to check in with you. This is the, this is the probably one time a year, though, that I have the most leverage. Because you, you all need me to show up on Saturday, correct? <laughs> we do. <laughs> so this is the time of year that I like. I put my asks in. Uh, my request to have a bagpipe section has fallen on deaf ears, <laughs> apparently. So I'm going to abandon that one. I'm going to say, okay. But I thought you were going to lead that. Well, so I, I think I, that's I, on you. <laughs> I will if one is created. Okay. Okay. Um, also, I've noticed that I've not heard the devil went down to Georgia in pet band. <laughs> so I'm going to presume... That's a non-starter, and you all are balking at that one. That's kind of tough. That's a tough one. That would be hard to play. But it was so good. Fire on the mountain, run, boys, run. I mean, think about that horn line. Yeah. So I've come up with a peace offering, an in-between. What about Adele's rolling in the deep? That one's doable. We're going to look it up on J.W. Pepper when because we get back to school today. The, wind, the woodwinds can, can do the backup sing, so I'm playing it, but you all can't hear it. So. so I'm making a case that it would score well with the band, it would score well with the parents, the student body, but in particular it would score well with me. Hey, we'll try it. That'd be all right? We'll see what we can do. So give that some thought. <laughs> and then lastly... Will you entertain the idea of renaming the trombone section the sack butt section? Because that was the original name. That was the original name of the trombone, and I think true to the invention. So, Aaron, will you pledge to me that you'll you'll call trombone sack butts from here forward? I don't know that I can make that pledge. Let's ask our kids first. You know what it's like to teach high school? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I taught arts and humanities and have to teach that section. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's interesting that you brought that up. Our community is blessed to have you all. Thank you for everything you do, and good luck on Saturday. We'll we see you there. Appreciate you as well. it. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Aaron and Ashley Bell from Grayson County Band Program. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. More on the way here on In the Know. Today's Did You Know is brought to you by ECTC's Litchfield Campus. College for the real world, right here at home. It's easy, it's affordable, and you'll be surprised how much curriculum is available, and you don't even have to leave town. They have a uh, new eight-week advantage session starting next week, so you might be a little behind the eight ball on onboarding for next week, but now's a good time while you're thinking about it to get back on the right track. College for the real world, ECTC's Litchfield Campus, where they say, did you know cats can't taste sweet flavors? Cats' taste bud profiles do not allow them to taste sweet flavors. Did they ask them or something? I yes, wouldn't they did. want that all of the time, but right now I, I could use not being able to taste sweet. Uh, because you think it would be a deterrent? Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. that would help. Mm. I hear we're getting peanut butter, so, you know. Yeah, but mm-hmm. it's more of a weapon than it is, uh, <laughs> but I understand you can't stay out of it. Yeah. Uh, also, we came home to finding out that Miss Susan Dyer. Had oh. sent a Holt House cake. Did you look in there this morning? No. Oh. There's a lot missing. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So that's hard to turn down as well. Like, leave it. Alea freaked out when she found out that my first grade teacher sent me a cake in the mail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, like, couldn't. For one, she doesn't think you can send cakes in the mail. <laughs> so that was a marvel. <laughs> but then that I left such an impression that she, like, so she started thinking, will I get cakes from my first grade teacher? 
You might very well. I, I don't know. So anyway, uh, I read the headline this morning. I like Margot Robbie. Okay, everybody knows I, I like Margot Robbie. I like most of the stuff that she's been in. Not seen the Barbie movie. I don't know. But I have learned that she and Ryan Gosling are also going to be in, they will be reunited for a new incarnation of Ocean's Eleven. That's going after you, right? Making me a little nervous. Mm. Now, the Ocean's Eleven that I love is not the original Ocean's Eleven. So it... So this isn't even a remake. That's right. It would be the third. It's kind of like A Star is Born. They've done that three different mm-hmm. times. So Ocean's Eleven, but it is so iconic in its story and its makeup. So maybe those of you that don't know, Ocean's Eleven plays a pivotal role in our engagement story. It does. It and does. so, in fact, the entire premise of it was based upon the f- closing scene of Ocean's Eleven mm-hmm. because it was in the front of the Fountains of Bellagio. Claire de Lune mm-hmm. was playing, et cetera. And so... Right? I made made yes. reference to it. Yes. Because the looks on their faces, when they pan across the entire cast of Ocean's Eleven, yeah. you can just tell they've got their their whole lives in front of them because they are filthy rich. Yes. Right? <laughs> Anything they want to do is on the table from that point forward. So the, um, the optimism involved. Now, I don't know when they do that classic pan again, and it's Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling and... Maybe you. Whoever. I mean, when it's not Matt Damon and when it's not George Clooney and not Don, not Don Cheadle and I don't know how I'm going to feel Brad about Pitt. that. Brad Pitt is in there. So I'm, uh, Julia Roberts isn't in that scene, but. But so, her essence is. That's right. So <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know how I feel about this. It makes me a little bit nervous. You would expect the new Taylor Swift Eras Tour movie to be out today, but it does not come out until 6 o'clock tomorrow, but it is expected to do way over $100 million this weekend. They're expected at least $125 million. New movies now are coming out Thursdays, but this doesn't come out until tomorrow at 6 p.m. So don't go anywhere near a movie theater or you get run over by Swifties this weekend. It's a lot of money. It is a lot of money. About as much as they stole in Ocean's Eleven. Jada Pinkett Smith says she and Will have been separated for seven years. So all of that drama over the Oscars, the slap, the keep my wife's name out your mouth, all that other stuff. And they have been living separate lives for seven years. I mean, they are actors. That's true. I mean, I get it, but... I guess I just don't understand why, what was all the big hubbub with Chris Rock? What was your big, she's already clearly out carousing with someone else. So they were clearly keeping up that facade. So I guess he felt like he had to. They were keeping up the facade until she decided to write a book. There we go. And her new memoir Mm, clears up a whole lot of what's going on. But does she need the money? I would presume that she's. You gonna read the memoir? Presume she's okay. Absolutely not. That's. I can't tell you. It would be the last thing on earth I would read. But <laughs> you gotta, you, gotta, you gotta, gotta get close. close. Gotta get your reading glasses and read the Oppenheimer book first, right? <sighs> yeah, I still haven't broken down. I just gotta go out and buy some Coke bottles first. Uh, Cher denies the allegations that she plotted to kidnap her son. She said that rumor is not true. Well, that clears it all up. How old is her son? Uh, 
Well, he's... Of kidnapping age, I suppose. He's 50, 40, 40-something. It's her and Greg Allman's son. But he he has... Um, he has some type of issues. Oh, so okay. they were trying to. I, I, did, I didn't realize. Uh, sorry. Like uh, substance abuse. Yes. Instead no. of conservatorship, instead of going the conservatorship route, the thought was that she had just captured him and then rolled him into treatment, okay. and that the okay. word kidnapping was used, and that doesn't yeah. seem like maybe that was the okay. that was the case. And then uh, Pete Davidson. There's a new SNL promo out. We haven't seen one of those in a while. Pete Davidson is the host. He'll be hosting this Saturday night, and he does his best Keenan Thompson impression in the hosting promo. So I'm going to spend. You know that'll be about right. I'll get home from the marching band classic about 10:30 or so on Saturday, and it's going to sit down, and I'm going to watch the new SNL. So I guess my weekend is complete, and I got to get up early Sunday and go to church. Busy weekend for I you. Got to go to the football game tomorrow night. I got to work on my cheer skills. Ra ra, sis, kumba. Have you learned the fight song yet? A, learn the fight song. <laughs> can you play it? Learn. Can you play it from memory? Hundred percent can still play the fight song without a doubt. I think we need to get you a saxophone. Got to get have a saxophone. Got to get to the break. Come back. Finish it up for the morning here on In the Note. MB's point to ponder for today. First. Sam, was that a shrewd negotiation that I made with the Bells? Well, I mean, you you do have cards to play. That's true. This is my time. Uh This is the, if I got cards to play, it's this week that I got to play them. One year, they might just throw the whole, well, we've got, we've already got this guy that's been waiting in the wings to do the PA, and then you've. They're like anybody else that's got a short list. Uh You know, if this person falls through, here's where we're going. But that's the delicacy. That's the ballet of the. Maybe they they got to hear some of uh, your show with Alea, and they're going to say. Maybe they'll hire Alea over over you. Maybe that they hand you a small size shirt and say, "Here uh-huh. you go." Yeah, this is this, this is, is our it. negotiation. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess I just have to have a. They coconut, could limit your pork chops. Have though, a coconut that, smile. That be... Shut up. They could, except there are different runners, so they would really have to work really hard because I could just go from runner to runner, and the first runner wouldn't know I'd already had a pork chop sandwich. Why do you tell everything? See? That's true. <laughs> you just did it. I mean, did just give away. What is I was, happening? I, I want one of these sandwiches. What is wrong with you? <laughs> don't, don't tell the secret. <laughs> if you come with me to the show, you'll get all the pork sandwiches, pork chop sandwiches okay. you like. See, it's uh, a good thing that they don't sell them at Friday Night Football because that's the last thing I'd need to eat mm-hmm. during is a... Is it bad? Yeah, it, really? it, no, it's 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 what I'd want, but I, it's not what I need during a broadcast. But I thought it was I thought it was wise on my part to just go ahead and concede. Apparently, the bagpipes thing was not happening. The devil went down to Georgia thing was not happening. But did you tell how I set the hook on rolling in the deep? Like well, he, Aaron got his phone out and started making a note. So he's either acting really well, like doing okay. Well, I'm gonna you know I'm pretending to write this down, but it well, looked like maybe when it's he a mentioned the website. That reminded me that's what it was called. So I'm going to look up and see if they have a Devil Went Down to Georgia on there for you. Okay. Because well, we could just. You know, I don't. Listen, I'm not a big fan of the Devil. So, I mean, I wouldn't <laughs> be selling real hard on that. But I came up with an alternative that I feel like was a reasonable request. So glad to hear that maybe they, they liked it. Sam, you were not here yesterday to do the Eighth Deadly Sin. But in oh, a gosh. similar vein, I'm going to allow mm-hmm, you all mm-hmm. to pick which of these is your biggest pet peeve. Okay. So it could also be an eighth, eighth deadly sin, but uh, I bet Sam doesn't really mind this one too much. When someone keeps saying we when discussing their favorite sports team. 
And see, it was funny as I had a discussion with one of my friends about this the other day, and and we both agreed that, like, for me, I'm a season ticket holder for the Bengals. Like, Mm -hmm. I pay money to do that. I feel like I... Because of that, you get the opportunity to say, we, so you're a season ticket holder for for UK. Yeah. But even that, if you pay money, if you buy a hat, you know, if you it, you are helping support the team as a whole, and who, who cares? Now, what I do find interesting is that there is a, a play-by-play guy for college in the, in the area here who says, we, when talking about the team. And that I'm not okay with. Okay. So you think there's like an ethical line on there you see, as it pertains to like sports. On, on Friday nights, I will not say we. Kaler <laughs> can say we mm-hmm. because he played. Right. I didn't play for Grayson County. All right. Uh, when someone you see someone eating pizza with a fork, listen, that's not on me. I'm telling you, I don't prefer to eat pizza with a fork. But if your crust is so thin and flimsy mm-hmm. that all the toppings make it curl over and dump off of the. And I like it like that. That's, on, that's on you, and mm-hmm. I'll have to eat it with a fork. So mm-hmm. I'm just telling you, I'll, I'll do it if I have to. Would you, would you compromise with, with a mallet-only performance of Devil Went Down to Georgia? Because I got that here. At this point in time, I probably would take about anything. Um, how about people who ask, can I ask you a question? Well, you just well, did. That's right. We're, we're, uh, we're beyond that, apparently. Okay. When the text bubbles pop up, then go away, oh. then come back, then go away. It drives me crazy. <laughs> I can't tell, I though, can't. if it's a technical shortcoming mm. or if it's... Okay, does it do that if you've, like, gone to another message and you're responding? Like, how, mm-hmm. how does that work? Does it sense it by the keyboard? I don't know. Like, but it, if, you're, if it's just open, the message, I don't know. Yeah. That's right, I especially if, if I've yes. asked you a question. Right. And then... Are you contemplating? like, okay, that really was a one-word answer, but it's taken 12 seconds of dot, dot, dots. Uh, so that one, that one is irritating. But when you order Diet Coke at a drive-through, but don't realize they gave you regular Coke until you've pulled away, yeah, no, it's the opposite. Is one of the things. Either way, either way, it, yeah. I, either way. When it's, it's too late yeah. and it's not worth going back, mm-hmm. you go, oh. especially when it's the line, like you don't want to wait in the line again. That's right. People who push both elevator buttons to speed things up, and people who don't well, use their turn signals. We, yeah, no, they, there you go. That one's mine. We were in the hotel we stayed at a couple of weeks ago. They demanded that, that oh, you press yeah. both buttons. To get to the parking structure, or uh-huh. to get to the street level, yeah. And it was, it was a weird parking, a weird elevator situation in that hotel. Yeah. Well. Uh, I concur. Yeah, I mean, it worked. <laughs> it just, yeah. it was a little, little weird. Been very agreeable with you today, Sam. It was a there big, it was a, it was a, it was a big hotel for a nominal number of elevators. Correct. Even Their elevator structure was not well thought out. Luckily, I was on a lower floor, so I could just take the stairs. That's good. On TV tonight, Buddy Games is on CBS. The Golden Bachelor is on ABC. Hopefully, none of them fall asleep again this time. And on NBC, Transplant. Yeah, yeah in, the first, in the first episode, <laughs> one of the old ladies happened. fell asleep, and she didn't get a rose. She slept <laughs> through the rose ceremony, and you. she woke up, and she said, Well, can I have this couch? <laughs> like, I just, yeah, I'm here for the couch. Today's highlight in history, this date in 1976, it was announced that China, in China, <coughs> that Hua Gafeng had been named to succeed the late Mao Zedong as chairman of the CCP. All right, thank you. Birthdays today. Sam Moore, formerly of Sam and Dave, is 88. Chris Wallace is 76. Chris Bodie is 61. Hugh Jackman is 55. Marty McGuire from the Dixie Chicks is 54. Kirk Cameron is 53. Wow. Mike Seaver is 53 today. 
Bodie Miller is 46, and Josh Hutcherson, one of the two famous Kentucky Joshes, is 31 today. We got Josh Hopkins. We got Josh. Josh Hutcherson and I are from the same town. Union. Oh yeah, he he went to our rival high school. He went to Ryle. But, he did. Uh, did he? Get I got to meet him multiple times. You did. And his little brother and I, 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 I don't know him well, but. What would I know him in other than the Hunger Games? Hunger which Games. Which I've not seen. Just the Hunger Games. <laughs> I mean, he was in Journey to the Center of the Earth. He's been in a couple of things, but he's best known for the Hunger Games. Which, ironically enough, the two leads are both Kentuckians. Absolutely, yeah. Okay, gone but not forgotten. Luciano Pavarotti. Pavarotti was born in 1935. Don't have time for chart toppers today, but oh. they included The Fifth of Beethoven by Walter Murphy. Uh, Saving All My Love for You, Whitney Houston. All I Want to Do, Cheryl Crow. Here Without You, Three Doors Down, Gangnam Style in 2012, <laughs> Gangnam Style, and uh, My Universe, Coldplay, and BTS, number one, 2021. Gangnam uh, Style, I heard, is a pep band song. That'd be a pretty <laughs> solid one, too. This is if you go through not. Oh, sorry. Matt Jones. I forgot he was doing that. <laughs> All right. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today says, if you're having a bad day, remember that you have managed to get through every bad day you've had. You'll make it through this one, too. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do, too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for Beej, I'm MB, and now you're in the notes.